Shalom. Welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the entire Bible in one year, following the weekly Torah portions, and including readings from other portions of scripture as well. My name is Sarah Ruth, and I'll be your reader today. Today is Friday. It's the 18th of August, and it is Rosh Hodesh, the first day of a new month on the Hebrew calendar. It is the first of Elul. Today in history, Moses ascends Mount Sinai a second time. You can read more about it in Exodus chapters 38 verse 18 through 34 verse 28. But he rose early in the morning and went up to Mount Sinai as the Lord had commanded him, and he took two stone tablets in his hand. Also, the prophet Haggai received a prophecy to rebuild the temple, which is in Haggai chapter 1. In the second year of Darius the king, on the first day of the sixth month, the word of the Lord came by the prophet Haggai. Is it time for you yourselves to dwell in your paneled houses while this house lies desolate? It's also possible that today was the beginning of our Messiah's 40-day fast in the wilderness. In Matthew and Mark and Luke, we see references to this where it says, Yeshua, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led around by the Spirit in the wilderness. Rosh Hashanah, La Behemot, which is the new year for the animals. And then in the Torah, God instructs that a tithe of all kosher domesticated animals be sanctified to the temple. This is found in Leviticus chapter 27 verses 32 through 33. And in temple times, the new year for the animals was the day that the shepherds determined which animals were to actually be tithed. So our Torah portion today comes from the Shoftim, which means judges. And we will be reading from Deuteronomy 19, 14 through chapter 20, verse 9, as well as Numbers 28 verses 11 through 15. But before we read our Torah portions, let us thank and bless God for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord, our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his son, Yeshua the Messiah, our master. In Deuteronomy chapter 19, verse 14, it says, You shall not remove your neighbor's landmark, which they of old time have set, in your inheritance, which you shall inherit, in the land that the Lord your God gives you to possess. One witness shall not rise up against a man for any iniquity or for any sin that he sins. At the mouth of two witnesses, or at the mouth of three witnesses, shall a matter be established. If an unrighteous witness rises up against any man to testify against him of wrongdoing, then both the men between whom the controversy is shall stand before the Lord. 
before the Kohanim and the judges who shall be in those days. And the judges shall make diligent inquisition. And behold, if the witness is a false witness and has testified falsely against his brother, then you shall do to him as he had thought to do to his brother. So you shall remove the evil from among you. Those who remain shall hear and fear and will never again commit any such evil among you. Your eyes shall not pity. Life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot. When you go out to war against your enemies and see horses and chariots and people more numerous than you, you shall not be afraid of them. For the Lord your God is with you, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. It shall be when you draw near to the battle that the Kohen shall approach and speak to the people and shall tell them, Hear, O Israel, you draw near today to a battle against your enemies. Do not let your heart faint. Do not be afraid, nor tremble. Neither be scared of them. For the Lord your God is he who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies, to save you. Then the officers shall speak to the people, saying, What man is there who has built a new house and has not dedicated it? Let him go and return to his house, lest he die in the battle, and another man dedicate it. Also, what man is there who has planted a vineyard and has not used its fruit? Let him go and return to his house, lest he die in the battle, and another man use its fruit. What man is there who has pledged to be married to a wife and has not taken her? Let him go and return to his house, lest he die in the battle, and another man take her. And the officers shall speak further to the people, and they shall say, What man is there who is fearful and faint-hearted? Let him go and return to his house, lest his brother's heart melt as his heart. It shall be when the officers have finished speaking to the people, that they shall appoint captains of armies as the head of the people. That concludes our reading in Deuteronomy. We have a second Torah portion today, and it's in Numbers chapter 28, verses 11 through 15. And this is regarding Rosh Hodesh. At each Rosh Hodesh, you shall offer a burnt offering to the Lord. Two young bulls, one ram, seven male lambs, a year old without blemish, and three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour for a grain offering mixed with oil for each bull and two-tenths parts of fine flour for a grain offering mixed with oil for the one ram and one-tenth part of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering to every lamb as a burnt offering of a pleasant aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord. Their drink offering shall be half a hin of wine for a bull the third part of a hen for the ram, and the fourth part of a hen for a lamb. This is the burnt offering of every Rosh Hadish throughout the months of the year. Also, one male goat for a sin offering to the Lord shall be burned in addition to the continual burnt offering 
and its drink offering. Now we're going to read from the prophets and we're going to Hosea or Hosea. We're going to read chapters 5 and 6. Listen to this, you Kohanim. Listen, house of Israel, and give ear, house of the king, for the judgment is against you. For you have been a snare at Mizpah, and a net spread on Tabor. The rebels are deep in slaughter, but I discipline all of them. I know Ephraim, and Israel is not hidden from me. For now, Ephraim, you have played the prostitute. Israel is defiled. Their deeds will not allow them to turn to their God. For the spirit of prostitution is within them, and they do not know the Lord. The pride of Israel testifies to his face. Therefore, Israel and Ephraim will stumble in their iniquity. Judah also will stumble with them. They will go with their flocks and with their herds to seek the Lord, but they will not find him. He has withdrawn himself from them. They are unfaithful to the Lord, for they have borne illegitimate children. Now the new moon will devour them with their fields. Blow the shofar in Gebeah and the trumpet in Ramah. Sound a battle cry at Beth-Avon. Behind you, Benjamin, Ephraim will become a desolation in the day of rebuke among the tribes of Israel. I have made known that which will surely be. The princes of Judah are like those who remove a landmark. I will pour out my wrath on them like water. Ephraim is oppressed. He is crushed in judgment because he is intent in his pursuit of idols. Therefore, I am to Ephraim like a moth and to the house of Judah like rottenness. When Ephraim saw his sickness, and Judah his wound. Then Ephraim went to Assyria and sent to King Jerob. But he is not able to heal you, neither will he cure you of your wound. For I will be to Ephraim like a lion and like a young lion to the house of Judah. I myself will tear in pieces and go away. I will carry off and there will be no one to deliver. I will go and return to my place until they acknowledge their offense and seek my face. In their affliction, they will seek me earnestly. Come, let us return to the Lord, for he has torn us to pieces, and he will heal us. He has injured us, and he will bind up our wounds. After two days, he will revive us. On the third day, he will raise us up, and we will live before him. Let us know. Let us strive on to know the Lord. His going forth is sure as the morning. He will come to us like the rain, like the spring rain that waters the earth. Ephraim, what shall I do to you? Judah, what shall I do to you? For your hesed is like a morning cloud and like the dew that disappears early. Therefore, I have cut them to pieces with the prophets. I killed them with the words of my mouth. Your judgments are like a flash of lightning, for I desire said and not sacrifice. 
and the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. But they, like Adam, have broken the covenant. They were unfaithful to me there. Gilead is a city of those who work iniquity. It is stained with blood. As gangs of robbers wait to ambush a man, so do the company of Kohanim. They murder on the way to Shechem, committing shameful crimes. In the house of Israel, I have seen a horrible thing. There is prostitution in Ephraim. Israel is defiled. Also, Judah, there is a harvest appointed for you when I restore the fortunes of my people. Moving on, we're going to read from the writings today. And our portion there is in 2 Chronicles chapter 1. Solomon, the son of David, was firmly established in his kingdom. And the Lord his God was with him and made him exceedingly great. Solomon spoke to all Israel, to the captains of thousands and of hundreds, to the judges and to every prince in all Israel, the heads of the father's households. So Solomon and all the assembly with him went to the high place that was at Gibeon, for God's tent of meeting was there which Moses, the servant of the Lord, had made in the wilderness. But David had brought the ark of God up from Kiriath-Jerim to the place that God had prepared for it, for he had pitched a tent for it at Jerusalem. Moreover, the bronze altar that Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, had made was there before the tabernacle of the Lord. And Solomon and the assembly were seeking counsel there. And Solomon went up there to the bronze altar before the Lord, which was at the tent of meeting, and offered 1,000 burnt offerings on it. That night, God appeared to Solomon and said to him, Ask for what you want me to give you. And Solomon said to God, You have shown great said to David my father, and have made me king in this place. Now the Lord Elohim, let your promise to David my father be established, for you have made me king over a people like the dust of the earth and multitude. Now give me wisdom and knowledge that I may go out and come in before this people, for who can judge this great people of yours? God said to Solomon, because this was in your heart, and you have not asked riches, wealth, honor, or the life of those who hate you. Nor yet have you asked for long life, but have asked for wisdom and knowledge for yourself, that you may judge my people over whom I have made you king. Therefore, wisdom and knowledge is granted to you, and I will give you riches, wealth, and honor, such as none of the kings have had who have been before you had." And none after you will have. So Solomon came from the high place that was at Gibeon, from before the tent of meeting to Jerusalem, and he reigned over Israel. And Solomon gathered chariots and horsemen. He had 1,400 chariots and 12,000 horsemen that he placed in the chariot cities. 
and with the king at Jerusalem. The king made silver and gold to be as common as stones in Jerusalem. And he made cedars to be as common as the sycamore trees that are in the lowland. The horses which Solomon had were brought out of Egypt and from Kew. The king's merchants purchased them from Kew. They brought up and brought out of Egypt a chariot for 600 pieces of silver and a horse for 150. They also exported them to the Hittite kings and the kings of Aram. Now Solomon decided to build a house for the name of the Lord and a house for his kingdom. That concludes our readings in the writings, Second Chronicles. Our last portion today is going to come from the Apostolic Writings, and we are going to read the whole book, the whole little book of Philemon. <laughs> Paul, a prisoner of Messiah Yeshua, and Timothy, our brother, to Philemon, our beloved and a fellow worker, to the beloved Aphia, to Archippus, our fellow soldier, and to the assembly in your house, has said to you, and shalom from God our Father and the Lord, Yeshua the Messiah. I thank my God always, making mention of you in my prayers, hearing of your love and of the emuna which you have toward the Lord Yeshua and toward all the holy ones, that the fellowship of your emuna may become effective in the knowledge of every good thing which is in us in Messiah Yeshua. For we have much joy and comfort in your love, because the hearts of the holy ones have been refreshed through you, brother. Therefore, though I have all boldness in Messiah to command you that which is appropriate, yet for love's sake I rather beg, being such a one as Paul the aged, but also a prisoner of Yeshua the Messiah. I appeal to you for my son, Onesimus, whom I have begotten in my bonds, who once was useless to you, but now is useful to you and to me. I am sending him back. Therefore receive him, that is, my own heart, whom I desired to keep with me, that on your behalf he might serve me in my chains for the good news. But I was willing to do nothing without your consent, that your goodness would not be as of necessity, but of free will. For perhaps he was therefore separated from you for a while, that you would have him forever, no longer as a slave, but more than a slave, a beloved brother, especially to me, but how much rather to you, both in the flesh and in the Lord." If you then count me a partner, receive him as you would receive me. But if he has wronged you at all or owes you anything, put that to my account. I, Paul, write this with my own hand. I will repay it, not to mention to you that you owe to me even your own self besides. Yes, brother, let me have joy from you in the Lord. Refresh my heart in the Lord. Having confidence in your obedience, I write to you, knowing that you will do even beyond what I say. But meanwhile, also prepare a guest room for me, for I hope that through your prayers I will be restored to you. 
Epaphras, my fellow prisoner in Messiah Yeshua, greets you, as do Mark, Aristarchus, Demas, and Luke, my fellow workers. The Hased of our Lord Yeshua, the Messiah, be with your spirit. Amen. And this concludes our readings for today. However, if you are going to be reading through the Apostolic twice in this annual cycle, go ahead and read John chapter 16 in addition to the readings we just did together. Thank you so much for tuning in to Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Before we say shalom and goodbye, I do want to remind you that we are coming upon the time to grab the next year's Daily Bread for Busy Moms journal. You can do that by going to our website and it will be shipped directly to you. You cannot see it just from me talking, but you can go and see it on the website. It's a beautiful turquoise blue this year with a lovely silver writing. Um, And so I do hope that you'll take a moment and do that so you have it ready to go when the new year has come. Again, this has been Sarah Ruth reading to you today with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time. Thank you.